0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Robbins Rehab West podcast. My name is Travis Robbins, I'm here today with...
1: Nick Horowski.
0: And we're gonna teach you about the top three stretches for low back pain. So kind of similar to our podcast on top three exercises. It's kind of difficult to uh, explain this stuff um, and pick um, stretches, but we're gonna do the best we can. And really, this is gonna be more education on the concept of why or why not to do stretches for Low back pain. So Nick, like we talked about with exercises, the first thing we wanna go over are things that people should not do. And before we even talk about that, let's talk about why you would even do a stretch. I think people associate, well, I'll let you answer. Um, when someone comes in and says, yeah, I've been trying to stretch it out and gotten good results or bad results, why do you think people are trying to use stretching as something to fix some kind of pain in their body. Specifically, today we're talking about low back pain.
1: Uh, usually because they can just feel it in a certain area, uh, and it's like, oh, it feels like I should probably stretch that out.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, your body is way smarter than you give it credit for. So it tends to, if something tightens up, then your body tends to, as long as you can tolerate it, if, if motion makes the pain worse, then you typically avoid it. But you tend to want to move that around, right? So this is kind of like, you know, what did your dad say or your mom say when she was coaching you in Little League and you got hurt, say, hey, rub some dirt on it. Like, just walk kind of rubbing, off,
1: whatever walk it, it is, off, yeah. yeah, just
0: move. It's always associated with some kind of movement or some kind of application of movement, and that that's for a reason. So um, let's talk more specifically about, so people, they tend to move when they feel like something is tight, they want to get it moving. Let's talk about tight versus taut, and those are really important um, concepts to, to understand. So what are your thoughts on that?
1: So first let's give the exact definition here. A tight muscle means that a muscle is actually shortened. So uh, if we're going to talk about low back, I mean, people are going to so many times like want to stretch out their hamstrings, right? And there are tests that we can do as a physical therapist to test from multiple ends on the hamstring, like either end, whether the muscle is actually tight and is in a shortened position or taut. Now taut really is, You can go through a full motion on something and all of a sudden you start to feel tension, but it might be past the normal range of motion that you need. A tight muscle means that it actually can't go through the full range of motion that it is meant to go through.
0: Yeah. So for physical therapists, we actually have tests that measure the length of muscles. Um, So there's certain norms based on age and other demographics that we kind of look at. Uh, we always compare side to side to if there's a, an asymmetry or something's not the same on one side versus the other. Uh, but there's actual tests that we use to, to make sure that, that happens. Now, how many times, like if you had someone come in and say, oh, wow, my hamstrings are so tight. And then they'll bend over and put their hands on the floor. They'll say, yeah, see, I, I get all the way down and I put my hands on the floor. Or I bring my nose or I bring my knee up to my nose and it feels really tight back there. So uh, guess what? That muscle's not tight. Um, that muscle may feel taut because at the end of the range of motion of a muscle, no matter where that range lies, it's going to feel taut, like it's going to feel pulled on. It's the range of motion that we look at as physical therapists and the length of muscles that's really important. So, talk a little bit about that. Um, For low back pain, um, let's kind of get into um, what we talked about before, kind of stenosis versus a disc problem. Those are the two really big sections of low back pain. People that come in, a majority of them are going to have either one or the other, that sometimes both, but typically kind of lean more towards one or the other. who has,
1: I want to say, if you missed the top three causes podcast that we have out for low back pain, go check that out because you'll get a better understanding of which one is which with that then too.
0: Yeah, that'll help. So, someone that has uh, a disc problem, um, what muscles are typically going to be tight on those individuals?
1: Uh, here you get into like the glutes, a lot of the hip rotator muscles. So, just the hips in general, as well as the hamstrings. Like, those are going to be the ones that often become tight and, and truly are in a shortened position that you want to be able to stretch out.
0: So, hips are typically stiff and or tight that's a lot of people use the word stiff with their hips why does that cause this problems
1: the way that it's pulling on the pelvis the pelvis is attached to the low back so it's going to really open your spine up into flexion meaning like you're automatically like in a in a rounded forward position and now instead of your disc just uh it, just sitting straight being completely flat like one uh segment on top of the other well now Everything is compressed towards the front and everything is pushed out towards the back uh, because of that tension really going down the back of the legs. Everything kind of connects all the way up. And now you're leaving yourself more susceptible, more susceptible excuse me, to that type of injury.
0: Yeah, so in the body and specifically in the spine, if you have one area of the body that is tight – typically the area above and below that has to move excessively in order to make up for that. So there's a reason why 95% of disc and stenosis issues are in L4-L5 and L5-S1. It's because that's kind of the bridge between the hips or the pelvis and the lumbar spine. So what happens is people that typically come in with disc problems, their hips do not move as well as they should. So in order to make up for that lack of motion, the low back, the lower part of the lumbar spine, has to move excessively, and that's what causes that problem. So, if I were to give you one tip, if you wanted to prevent low back pain, like never having low back pain, making sure your hips are moving normally, making sure the muscles are not short or tight, would be something that's really, really important. So, that kind of talks uh, to people that have disc problems. Again, people age uh, forty or younger, typically, um, people that are a little bit more active. Let's talk about muscles that would be tight with someone who has somewhat of the opposite problem, which would be stenosis, or maybe you might more commonly hear this as arthritis in your low back.
1: Uh, and we're going to go with the exact opposite here. Now we're going to the front of the body. So people have heard of like the hip flexors or the psoas a lot of times and the quadriceps, the muscles, big muscle running right across the front there. Uh, those are the ones that are going to oftentimes shorten up and get tight. And what that does, that pulls your spine forward or into extension or drops your pelvis forward. It's called like an anterior pelvic tilt. Um, so think of like Donald Duck, the way he kind of sticks his butt out there. Uh, that's That's where it's going to kind of pull your, your hips, your spine. And now it does the exact opposite. It compresses, uh, along the back of the joints in the spine presses on the nerves, closes down, uh, that joint space that much more for you.
0: Yeah. And typically people, um, especially in the population that, that we live in, we do a lot of sitting, right? So tell, talk to me about how sitting will accelerate, uh, the tightness of those muscles and maybe cause some uh, people to have stenosis?
1: Well, when your muscles are chronically in a shortened position, in a tight position, those muscles, like you're just gonna, every time you try and stand up now, those muscles really can't lengthen out because they've actually become shortened, tight and when you are not able to turn on the the muscles uh to the opposite like now you can't really turn your glutes on usually very well when those muscles become tight so you're just setting yourself up for really a whole mess of problems
0: yeah so think about and it might be hard to conceptualize but if you're if you're sitting uh the, the hip flexors run from the the big bones in, the, in your legs or your femurs the huge bones that run from your hips down to your knees they attach there and then they attach on the back side of your spine so as you sit you bring your knees closer to your spine and those muscles go into a shortened position and then they stay there for a long period of time and then when you go to lengthen them out, guess what, they don't lengthen out as well as they should. In terms of tips uh, on things that people should not do in terms of stretches with low back pain, what are some mistakes that you see people making in terms of, yeah, I feel like uh, this is tight so if I just kind of stretch it out, it'll feel better. What are some common mistakes that you see? Uh,
1: well. One kind of, it's tough to answer for somebody right here, but it's stretching the wrong muscles. And that's where it's, depending on what's going on, it's a, actually going to cause more of a problem if you're stretching your hamstrings out, but you should really be stretching your quads out. Uh, so you're just going to be making that problem um, a little bit worse and easier to uh, to get worse as well. Um, yeah. The, oh, go ahead.
0: I'm just making the right decision in terms of what muscles to stretch. I think people will just, for whatever reason, they just always go to hamstrings. Like it's, if they're having yeah. any kind of problems in their back, if I just get my hamstrings longer, that will solve the problems. Uh, sometimes it's helpful. Uh, a lot of times it's not.
1: Um, the other thing is, I think, stretching in a poor position. So people uh, – so, okay, and this actually is much easier to do, like with um, like the hamstrings, with the the, the the glutes, the the hip rotators, all of those, is sit and you kind of just round the entire spine forward. Well, this is where we want to teach that neutral spine posture where everything is just staying straight and then you're going into the stretch because that's how you're going to really know that you're somewhat more isolating the muscle group that you want to. Again, you're never going to be able to completely isolate it, but you're going to get a much better stretch in the specific area that you're supposed to if you're already staying in the best posture possible
0: okay so in the low back a lot of things uh kind of run commonly with problems one thing might be a muscle spasm so if someone has a muscle spasm first let's define what that is so people understand what that actually is and let's define why they might be having a muscle spasm and talk about how stretching might help or hurt them
1: so it depends muscle spasm um usually like really, what is it? I mean, it's an excess of tension uh, in that muscle. Like normally a muscle should have a small amount of tension depending on what you're doing, but it should still be pretty supple, move pretty easily. Uh, but what's it going to feel like? It's going to feel like a knot, a ball. I mean, you, you hear so many descriptors of it, but that's really what a muscle spasm is. But the reason it's happening generally is that it's guarding something. There's um, That's not necessarily the primary injury. That's what you're feeling because of really what else is going on. And a lot of times what are people trying to do is just get into that muscle and just try and loosen it up at all costs, but it can be a protective mechanism to actually um, avoid any further injury.
0: Yeah, so typically with a muscle spasm, what's happening underneath that is usually, in, in my experience, is a hypermobility. So the joint is moving too much, especially in the lumbar spine. So we have this problem where we talked about discs. Discs are ligaments that attach one bone to another. So that if, if you have a disc problem, then that can cause that uh, segment to move excessively. And what does your body do? It tries to turn on muscles to try to keep it from moving, to try to stabilize it. Um, sometimes that's helpful, but a lot of times it, it does more, um, more damage than it does good. But if someone I think everybody has, or can have the concept of this. If you ever had any back or neck pain, uh, you'll feel like a muscle spasm where if you actually touch the muscle, it'd be like turned on all the time. Um, and that can cause a separate set of problems, but that's kind of what a muscle spasm is. It typically is associated with a decrease in range of motion or pain with motion because that muscle is just turned on all the time. Can you do stretches for a muscle spasm or what is the best um, way to attack that kind of a problem, Nick?
1: Uh, the answer is maybe. Uh, so again, sometimes stretching actually will be good because you still need that spasm to calm down. It shouldn't be there. Right. But that's where a lot of times I liked using more uh, of a hands-on technique to get that to calm down and then go into, uh, well, what we've talked about in, in, uh, another podcast is like really the exercises. So learning the proper, like stabilization and inner unit exercises, uh, to be able to keep that spine in a proper position and to a, that's going to even in and of itself, sometimes calm that muscle spasm down just by getting the other, the proper muscles to turn on.
0: Okay. So we've talked about kind of, um, the, the concept of stretching muscles, um, what's, uh, are things that maybe we should avoid. So now let's get to the part where we want to try to tell them, you know, what should we do? Or let's even talk, we, we've talked a little bit about if you have stenosis or uh, a disc problem, the muscles that you need to stretch out to do that. Let's talk more about prescription. So, okay, I know I need to stretch out uh, the muscles in the front of my leg if I sit a lot when I sit a lot, but those muscles get into a shortened position. So how do I actually stretch them out? And this is obviously gonna be uh, better served when watching it on video. We're gonna tell you guys how to do this at the end of the podcast. But in terms of actual prescription, we've talked about the importance of that. How should I stretch a muscle?
1: Uh, okay. So again, outside of the specific exercise, really, we're talking here. Time is one of the big things. Uh, really what I like to use for total time under tension is two minutes to stretch something out. Now I, I use the term time under tension because sometimes holding a stretch for two minutes is rough and people just don't like to do it more because that muscle might be super short and tight and it's been a while. But think about when you're sitting at a desk for eight hours, like that's chronic time under tension. So we need to combat that, whether that's two times for a minute, whether that's 30 seconds for four times, whether you're just doing it 10 seconds at a time, but just slowly building that up. Uh, whatever that looks like for you, it's really two minutes, three minutes, like just getting into those longer times for those holds, rather than a lot of times, oh yeah, i bent over I stretched for 10 seconds, I felt like I was ready to go. Like that doesn't really give the... Um, extended change, what we refer to as like plastic versus elastic. Think of stretching a rubber band is is the elastic. It kind of goes back to where it was. Now plastic, think of stretching out a plastic bag. When you pull on a plastic bag, it stretches a little bit and it might go back slightly, but for the most part, you've kept most of that length and you want to do that not so much that it rips, just like your muscle. You want to just give it that long, nice, slow, prolonged stretch.
0: Okay. And so is that pretty consistent with any muscle that we would stretch that that longer uh, period of time and what would you say to someone that's like well what if i do a really intense stretch for 30 seconds i feel like that's doing more work than holding a longer stretch for less intensity
1: Uh, while you might feel more it's not going to allow those changes to take place like This is one of those you're just not going to be able to rush. Uh, Certain areas like the neck, even you have to go a little bit less aggressive because it's just very sensitive. Um, And even with like if you go super aggressive for something like the back, you can actually cause more of a nerve irritation if you're trying to go too aggressively. So it's go slower and longer with this type of thing. And it's really going to give you that bang for your buck going forward.
0: Okay, great. So I hope you guys have gotten a lot out of that. If you want some more information, then what you need to do is go over – to our website to get our ultimate guide to get rid of your low back pain where we have videos uh, and other resources in our ultimate guide to help you out with this and we actually show you the top three exercises and stretches for low back pain so all you need to do is go over to robinsptwest.com slash guide and you can get our guide on uh, low back pain or the other guides that we have there Uh, any uh, closing remarks here nick
1: No, I think that's it. Go check out the guides. That's going to be a great starting point for you. And then you can always reach out to us if you have more questions from there.
0: Great. All right, guys, we'll talk to you soon.